El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I used to use it to put forward all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he's a registered sex offender who, wait, no, 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 wrong notes. He's a sweetheart of a man who just got back from tour in the Midwest with me. You're going to be hearing a whole lot more of him on these podcasts in the near future. Better get used to that. Good thing he's one of the funniest people I know. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, speaking of some of the funniest people I know who will be on these podcasts a whole lot more in the future, here's another one to quote DJ Khaled. He's also one of the funniest people I know, and in addition to hearing him a whole lot more here, you'll probably see him out on the road with us very soon, too. Ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Quincy Johnson. It's going to be a great show. Shame we weren't recording for that part. <laughs> Guys, oh. we, we always miss Jeff's most racist stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not definitely a thing? I'm sorry about that. I, fe- I You probably didn't know we were recording because the clock hadn't started yet. Oh, okay. The online stopwatch. Online stopwatch.com. Hey. hey. Good morning. We're recording a podcast today. Hello and good morning. Nothing unusual or out of the ordinary. It is a little early. That's a little out of the it's ordinary. It's a little early. Yeah, it's a little early. Uh, Brett's not here for some reason. Oh, no, damn it. Right. Mayor of Podcast City, he's, he's, running, he's on the re-election train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah, it a train? Maybe. Is he running an election? Is he running a train on an election campaign right now? You know, I don't know what's happening, but I yes, um, 100%. Okay. That is definitely what happens. Shouts out to Brett fucking that election up. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking that election. <laughs> that Brett election. So how's uh, everyone doing? I'm doing I'm so sleepy. I am. Quincy Johnson's here. He brought us a donut. Hi, guys. They had donuts. It was delicious. From yeah. Bernie's? Two comics. No, Birdies. Birdies. Oh, Birdies. Yeah. See, I thought you said Bernie's. He should be called Bernie's. It was actually that bird from the... Uh, it was the bird the that thing. landed yeah. on Bernie's podium. <laughs> it was that. They franchised the, the train, bird, yeah. and now it's Birdie's. He's riding that train. That... That was a wonderful donut. So it tasted Adam, like it had actual strawberries in the frost. Oh yeah, everything's all natural, man. You know, man. even when I eat shitty, I eat all natural shit. You know? Yeah, it was it was a delight, and yeah. I thank you for bringing it. And Oops. it's been a great show. Thanks everybody. All right, guys, have thank a good night. Uh, we are out. Check of me out online at Quincy Johnson II, and check me online at Quincy Johnson III. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. You're here. I am. I am. How's it been going? Oh, it has been. Uh, we were on a, tour. A very full week. That? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ad- say some things about it. Uh, Adam and I just got back. Hit it, uh, Brett. From you know the hardest part of this show for me tour. is the first few minutes. We were on tour because I spent all tour? that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. <laughs> it was important. <laughs> when all I really want to talk about. Is what I've been up to since last week. Do you? And that's why we call this segment this week in me. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Do you really want to talk about that? Ah, I thought that's why we were here. It's about to get intense. I thought this was the intervention. We're finally going to step in and be like, Adam, it's time we talk about this. No. No? Oh, that's never mind. never happening. I'll put my letter away. Okay. Uh. Fade it out, Brett. Brett's not here. He can't fade it out. Fucking get your shit together, Brett. Yeah, yeah, we just got back from tour. You and I almost killed each other after five yeah. days, but yeah. it was a—it's a—it's the way brothers want to kill each other. 
Um, what do you mean? Brothers. Like, brothers. Oh, I think my brothers. I was no, like, no. so you all had on opposite colors and were beefing? Yeah, yeah he and I had uh, each had different colored flannels. This is the north the side top. of the train and the south side of the train, motherfucker. <laughs> get, get on your side of the plane, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're back from tour. That's yeah, good. Which was great, by the way. The The crowds were really, really uh, fantastic. Really? Yeah. yeah. The tour was... Did anybody tape anything? We yeah, recorded we recorded some, uh, things. some okay. of our sets. Well, nice, it's nice. funny good because to see. We, good to hear. our original plan was to do like a tour documentary. And then we're like, oh, we don't have a way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't. Uh, well, I mean, we recorded some. We just should have brought someone with us. But there will definitely, definitely be more tours. Nice. Yeah. And uh, good to hear. we recorded some of the footage. I think we hit peak touring numbers, which is five nights in a row. Mm. And then that's. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. You that's generally it. need a break after that. Well, usually too. The other with tours, it's like you're in a city, you're there for a while, at least three, two or three like days. Like we were, yeah. we were just. I mean, it was like hard days night. We we're just like running back and forth to a million different places, outrunning adolescent girls. Except Tom Ryman, you said you said outrunning, and I'll have to look at you both like, oh, you did some kid touching. Okay, I get it. That's what you mean by outrunning the law. From because well, of you just have girl. to outrun the ugliest one. Oh, okay. It's like being chased by a bear. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the middle of the country, the ugly one always had like a club foot or something, so she's easy to get away from. Yeah. She's yeah. not going to just like pounce on you. Right. Yeah, that's fair. It's the cute, horny ones that are <laughs> It's you. funny he says she. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can we just have It's the Cute Horny Ones That Get You by Quincy as a soundbite for the rest <laughs> of this Absolutely. I don't see why we wouldn't. I don't see why that could have disastrous results. So, my column this week, in air quotes. Uh-oh. What? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so continue. Yeah. Tell me more about this column, Adam. Uh, it's about legendary entertainment icons mm. who are a little bit overrated. I don't appreciate this topic already. Yeah, this is... When I read, when I read the email, I was like, Adam, you're not going to let this go, are you? <laughs> oh, no, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> but I do... Oh, uh... I, I will say this. Uh, why isn't J.J. Abrams on this list? We can talk about J.J. Okay, Abrams. Yeah, I, just want, sure. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't. I didn't look, look at Jeff's face. Why isn't? Yeah. He on do this you want? List? Oh yeah. Do you want to talk about J.J. Abrams first? Yeah. Jeff no, got really upset. No, I didn't get upset, but it, it gut checked me for a second. <laughs> That's you, all. You do Jeff realize he's, he's he's worthless. Correct. You do know that, right? Worthless. Worthless. Wow. Worthless. Hey, how many how many films has J.J. Abrams directed? I don't think you understand what the word worth means. <laughs> How many films has J.J. Abrams directed? You know what? Fuck this. I'm out of here. Good. Well, Good. Answer guys, the question. finally got rid of Jeff. He did uh, what? Mission Impossible. Uh, what? Mission Protocol. Was that him? Which one was it? Mission Impossible 3? MI3, yeah. Uh, he did MI3. Uh, he did Cloverfield. Um, he did Star Wars Episode 7. He did Star Wars and uh, Star Trek and Star Trek 2. No, he didn't uh, do Star Trek 2. Star Trek. He didn't do Star Trek 3. He didn't. No, he, no. He only, he only directed the first Star Trek reboot. The second one uh, wasn't him. Because well, he had already signed on for Star Wars. Uh, oh, oh, jeez. I'm so sorry. Your Excuse that sound, guys. I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> no, uh, I'm pretty sure he did Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay, can we just... Uh, is that real? That can't be your main... No, it's important. No, no, no. My, my, well, my, my, my yeah, point I was, is... I was right. I was oh, right. He, he did Into Darkness? Yeah. So it was the, the second shitty Star Wars, too? I'm sorry. So he's done, what, five films? He's directed five films over the course of his career. And people think he is the greatest director. Oh, he can reboot any franchise. He saved the day. He's he also awful. wrote the screenplay to Gone Fishing. What? Yeah, you heard me. So what? he's awful. I've never heard of saying. that movie. So he's awful. Uh, what about Joe Pesci and Danny Glover? What about his TV stuff, though, Quincy? Like, Lost oh, you mean the terrible alias? TV show Lost? 
What about Alien? Awful television? What, what about, about Alias? Felicity, you monster. Who, what the, who watched Felicity? I don't I just think it's funny that he was like, he was like uh, one of the, if you go back and read the interviews about, what's, what's the woman's name on Felicity? Uh, uh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Yeah. If you go back and read articles about Carrie Russell cutting her hair and mm-hmm. how they r- blame that on ruining the show, one of the people you'll see interviewed about that whole debacle is J.J. Abrams because he was a producer on and what did Felicity he say about at the that? time. I, he he actually, uh, from what I read, had like he was more supportive of her because the show was actually on the decline anyway Before like that. ratings were already dropping the hair represented well, the here, ratings and they question. just kind of scapegoated her what world did we live in where a white woman cutting her hair could ruin a tv show that still happens now yeah i mean really? it, that's, that's that's yeah it's absolutely that's the, the world we live for you guys in. watching a, a show is like oh my uh, god her hair is shoulder length <laughs> oh my god did she cut a does she have a bob now this show sucks I, the, it's no longer uh, relatable like did you like alias i never yes watched and no it. I this never, is the I reason why I dislike J.J. Abrams as a creative individual. He has one mode when it comes to his TV shows. There's always a box. Any TV show he's ever done, there's always a mystery there's like box a mystery. that oh, you yeah, don't know what's box. inside of it, yeah. but it holds the key to everything, but they never open the fucking you box. Know, that actually was Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do the research, everything he's ever done ties back to Felicity. Yeah. It's a shared universe. <laughs> Alias, yeah. Felicity, Star, Star Wars, Wars, and Star Trek. Star Trek, now, yeah. all share universe share because universe. of Felicity. Yeah, yeah, she's the yeah. key. So that Felicity show actually Kylo Ren? Even... She's the fifth element. She's Kylo? Or whatever the chick's name Yeah. yeah. Right. Felicity actually doesn't even take place on Earth. That's a thing yeah. a lot of people don't oh, know. Oh, shit. It's, it's a... just like a second planet. It's like yeah. probably like a Mormon thing. It's a, pre, it's a pre-industrialized Coruscant. I'm, I'm, oh, so wait, did J.J. Abrams direct the moon landing then? Uh, no, that was, Stanley, that? That, that was Stanley. That was Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. That was Kubrick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. J.J. Abrams was a kid then. Hey man, but the moon gotta get him started early. Faked. Doogie Howser started as a kid. Come on. Did I ever tell you guys about how I ran into J.J. Abrams at the In and Out near the airport? You have, but please tell us again. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, I, I uh, here's what here here's the one thing. Like I loved Episode Seven, except for that ridiculous, except for the ridiculous um, movie. I'm going to kick your goddamn <laughs> face in. Oh. Like, I hate you now. <laughs> no, like the part with the, like, the, oh, we caught, we caught ourselves a corn black in the, in the uh, spaceship. You know, the, like, the monster in the middle. Because he did that yeah. in Star Trek 1 on the ice planet, where it's like you break the middle of your movie to have a crazy beast chase after your main characters. Like, that happened in Star Trek 1, and it was in Star Wars. Uh, so in that regard, like I was like, well, that was a little formulaic, but I, I actually really enjoyed episode seven, and I think it it was a great oh, movie. Oh, so you thought movie. it was an amazing twist that in star in episode four, the father was supposed to kill the son, but in episode seven, the son killed the father. Whoa, what a twist! <laughs> what? What? Fight coming. What? Awful. Wow, Jeff's getting Awful. mad. This is not okay. This is not going to go well at all. <laughs> so oh. yeah, JJ Abrams, coming up on a future overrated. fight cast. Super overrated. Jeff and Quincy I mean, arguing about J.J. I, like, I, I thought Cloverfield was great. I loved Cloverfield. I thought Cloverfield was amazing. I actually liked 10 Cloverfield Lane. You mean, you Lane mean his bad Godzilla I movie? I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. It was not a bad Godzilla movie. It was a, it was a good. Godzilla you know what was a bad Godzilla movie? Godzilla. The last Godzilla movie. Yeah, but they haven't made a good Godzilla movie since the original since Godzilla. Since 1998. Cloverfield. Oh, no, no. Yeah, was Cloverfield good, was pretty good. Pretty good. Nah. Didn't you see Godzilla 2000? That was a fun one. Actually, didn't Shin Godzilla just come out? 
the the Japanese one. It's like limited release out here, and I'm gu- I'm guessing it's, it's just all shins. No. It's all shins. Godzilla <laughs> cut off at the knees and just his. <laughs> it's just bad shaky Shin cam. Godzilla. But his his Shin shins are still like five stories high, so it's still pretty formidable. Yeah, that 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 Cloverfield way too much shaky cam. I don't know what he decided. I'm going to do everything handheld, they, and it was awful. Well, the thing. T.J. Miller's a comic, not a cameraman. Okay, he was in Cloverfield. Everyone knows that, right? No, oh, I forgot that. Yeah, T.J. Miller yeah, was the guy was so holding great, the camera. You forgot who was in it. T.J. Miller was holding the camera most of that movie. Oh, that's a great decision to have. Yeah, I know. Hey, man, let's get the the drug addled comic to come on stage. Uh, come oh, on, Quincy's. <laughs> wow, is this what happens before noon with you? <laughs> hey, you guys woke me up early, and I only had one donut, coffee, and no cocaine. So this is just, this is what you're going to get out of me. This early. This is the truth, guys. Don't I, even talk to me I, before I've had my cocaine. That's my new T-shirt, by the way, guys. Look for my new merch. Not before cocaine. Looks like it's cocaine o'clock. <laughs> Colombian. It's, they're both Colombian. Let's just be honest. Come on. It's five in Colombia. <laughs> doing a bump. Cocaine time. Okay. Fist bump. And then he just does a bump on <laughs> Dude, I should just do a bump off my fist and call it a fist I, bump. I mean, you I just mean, created something great, man. JJ, you have to punch someone in the nose and <laughs> sniff the cocaine. I don't think JJ Abrams is necessarily overrated because I think he's created very, very large scope things. Do I think every movie he's directed is the greatest movie? No. But he creates universes in really cool ways. Was Lost a good TV show? Yes. It I think was? Lost was a good TV show. I saw show. two episodes Seriously. of Lost. So I liked Lost. I saw I the first Lost. and last you, episode. You liked Lost. Lost? I think they botched the ending a little. They botched the middle. Fuck the <laughs> ending. They botched the middle of that series yeah. because everybody figured out it was purgatory. And J.J. was like, we can't let the public that, have it. And they tried to change the story yeah, they had I kinda, already established. I kind of feel I like thought that, that was Damon Lindelof too. and them. I thought J.J. did the beginning and then he was hands off afterwards. Like That's like the oldest no, no. Hollywood JJ trick was, in the book. JJ is you direct the first episode involved. and then you own the re- like a piece yeah. of the rest of the show. No, that's no, like, J.J. Right. was super involved because in the middle of that series, when the, after they changed the whole purgatory thing, what did they drop? In the middle of that series, they have a giant monologue where they where they one of the originals or the natives of the island comes to uh what was the bald guy the old bald guy uh Locke yeah he comes to Locke and says what if I tell you there's a box and I turned my TV off in that <laughs> moment that monologue so you don't know if it was bad no no I know it was bad because he had an entire monologue about a mysterious box that could. That's the box that could get them from the island back to civilization that no one knew what the uh, fuck it did. And it did. <laughs> let me awful. T- let me tell <laughs> you. Awful. Let me tell you about Lost, okay? I watched two episodes. First mm. episode, last episode. I feel like I avoided a lot of nights. <laughs> um, gotta yeah. be honest. Like, you missed I, that whole third season, which yeah. was hot garbage. Well, uh, I know that they brought in Brian K. Vaughn, who's a great writer, to repair the, the show. He, he's a comic book writer. He writes uh, a lot of great stuff. Still uh, waiting on Why the Last Man TV show, by the way, Brian. Get yeah. your shit together. Come on. Um, uh, Whoa. Hey, I'm a, that's <laughs> fair. I could go how, long have, how long have we been waiting on Why yeah, the Last I've Man? I've been waiting on Why how the long? Last Man for a while. Yeah, uh, you're right. Read you're Why right. the Last Man if you get a chance. It's fantastic. He also writes Saga, which is his uh, current most yeah. popular comic. Uh, so, um, But I also uh, I went to see uh, – I knew someone that was in Lost the Musical in L.A. Because that's the thing that happened. That was a thing? Yeah, it was that actually – was a thing. It I was remember really it. enjoyable. Wow. Where was um, I? Probably uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, probably somewhere. Yeah. If you were here, I was here. So. I actually, I, uh, I probably asked if you wanted to go, and you said no. No. Anyway, I um, so I had to like, I had to, ask. you weren't invited. I had to this gorge myself like on motherfucker. Yeah. I just did YouTube recaps of the series. Like, I had to watch the whole series in ten minute clips, over and over. And I was like, all right, I feel like I got the same amount out of this. <laughs> 
<laughs> I recap. I recapped five seasons of a show in ten minute clips, and I got the same effect. It was but like it's such a good show. It was like reading a book report. Like I got it. You got those cliff notes. Yeah, I got I them. That I got them cliff notes. Just just watching live reactions on uh, YouTube, yeah. and all of a sudden he's an expert on the show because yeah. it was that no, goddamn off. Lost the musical was fantastic. By the way, it was super enjoyable. Was that because you were uh, engaging in Congress with a lady that was in the show? What do you no? No, that's not at all. Uh, I'm sorry, a guy that was in the show. <laughs> who, who were you sleeping with? In, was it the polar bear? You were sleeping. You know, with the polar you, can bear? Be, you can be supportive of a friend and not have that be the thing. No, you can't, <laughs> Jeff. I've met you. You have to be sleeping. That's why you're here. You're sleeping with Adam. Well, come happening. on. Allegedly, we're I'm sorry. Alleg- oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't. Why you got to? Why you got to put us on? Black no why do you got to make it sound so nice? That is funny though. That in in L. A. If you support anybody, it's like you have to you be want to sleep with that. Person. Why do you think I asked the question? Yeah. I, I know that there's no way you were just being a supportive friend. Yeah, or especially if someone's like, "Oh, I'm in this really great thing, and I put a lot into it." Be like, "Oh, I want to go to that." Be like, "Ooh," yeah. and it's like, yeah. well, "I can't just take your pants off." I can't just mm. want to see that. Titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is no, that but, not what you were going to... Okay, go ahead. But anyway, so, He was sleeping uh, with the polar bear. I was sleeping with J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> that, you son of a bitch. There it is. He's been the inside man the whole time. <laughs> Knew it. Knew it. Bastard. Got a little, got a, little like a, a microphone flower right here. Directly <laughs> Speak directly into my Boston hat, please. J.J.'s listening. Yeah, I mean, I liked Lost, but it, it's not a show I would ever... Like, you'll never say anything about it to make me mad because I don't care enough. I just enjoyed it, but I, I accept it had a lot of flaws. I, I'm with TV series, like, I'm always more I'll, I'll catch it later than I am I want to invest my life in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I pulled the plug on Heroes right in the middle of season two, and I'm like, I never have to you watch You made it show to season again. two of Heroes? Yeah, holy season, shit. Season one of Heroes was great. Yeah, but then you made it to season two. I watched, like, four episodes, and I'm like, I'm oh. out. Well, that oh. seems like the logical progression from liking season one. No, it would not. Because, yeah. Well, here, here's the only reason why that because we didn't work. know season two was garbage before it started. Yeah, it took you, a couple. You episodes. knew it was garbage the way season one ended. I actually really oh. enjoyed season one. I actually never watched Heroes. How did season one end? Fuck. Spoiler alerts. Go ahead. The, the entire uh, series is based, and again, this again highly overrated. Heroes entire season is based around the quote: "Save the cheerleaders, save the world." Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. They they make this ultra powerful villain in Siler who is coming to get the only power he doesn't have, which is immortality, and then he yes. doesn't get it. So they save the world. Then where do you go from there? Well, then you have to deal with the future. No, you don't have to deal try. with the future, because you see what they did in season two. They fucked it all up. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, that it's like, even if you do sort of fix fate, there's still other shit they, that's They flashpointed themselves. They had a character who could travel through time, so no matter what they did, they were like, oh, we can always just fix it by having him go back in time. They weren't smart enough to not to figure out they fucked themselves Look, kid, at the end of that season. All I'm saying is season one was fucking good. Nah. And after season two started to be super shitty, nah. I was like, I'm out. Nah. Uh, and that's fine. Like, I was allowed to do that. And and we're, with it when it was lost, I was like, I don't have time for this show. Like, as soon as it came out, I watched the first episode, I'm like... Nah. Like I just, I it's, was, it was a lot harder to watch. If it, like, I started watching Lost right before season four. Mm-hmm. So I binge watched the first two, which so the first two seasons were amazing to me because that show was really hard to watch if you had to wait a week yeah. in between episodes. Okay. But if you saw everything, I feel that way about a lot of shows, and I think that's why binge watching has become a thing. If you had to watch Orange is the New Black every week, you would give up on that shit after four episodes. There is not a likable motherfucker in that cast. I don't really like that show anyway. Yeah, it's it's a shitty it's, show. Well, to be fair, though, I don't think that show's for us. 
That's not a male. That's not a male. Whoa, show. whoa! Like, that's you're not, supposed no, to be an ally. No, it's not because it's a prison show. So what? it's not you're like supposed to be an ally, bro. Yeah, and I'm saying some some stuff isn't made for us. Like whoa. it's it's not like a whoa. womanly show. It's an all woman cast, but it takes place in a fucking prison. I think, so it's it's got its brutal moments. Yeah, there's there's no tickle fights. That show's not real. Yeah, not yeah. You see people get murdered with bricks and shit. Mm. Like it's a it's a dark show, but it's just there's Why no am I one so turned on all of a sudden. Like in my experience, there's no characters on that show whose story you can really get behind. Like, never watched a single episode. I mean, I liked the first season of it, but like, I liked it too I'm because like, mm. binge watching was like a new thing. Yeah, but I could see that as being not a. But if you had to watch it week to week, you wouldn't. Be that was like it. how much of a bummer it was to binge watch uh, season four of Arrest Development. Yeah, and oh, just like so oh, this hurts yeah. my heart. Ugh. But yeah. yeah, I mean, what do you want? They shouldn't have brought it back. I don't think. It, it you well, know what? It's magic existed from seasons one and two, and sort of kind of. I loved season three. You know, like uh, I, what happened? <clears throat> it's it's really to be. It's Tony Hale's fault. It's Buster's fault because he was the one that couldn't uh, schedule because of his Veep schedule. Uh, he couldn't like they couldn't fit it, so they had to do episodes that were focused on individual characters because their shooting schedules were so twisted. Well, uh, uh, they should have uh, edited the show. They should have shot everything the way they did and then edited the show the way they did the original where there were multiple storylines in each episode that yeah, could carry on. But instead of... like Nobody wants to focus on... It was like a J.J. Abrams yeah, show. George they Blue. should have just edited All in episode. scenes like, from Veep. They should have... Yeah, put in... They should have... <laughs> Buster became the vice president. <laughs> I've never seen. Dude, you you need to email Horowitz right now because that's genius. That's fucking genius. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) thank you. So I feel like we're not gonna uh, come to an agreement on J.J. Abrams. No, he's overrated. We we totally. I see as a director, he could be overrated, but as a producer and creator, I disagree. Jeff, do you have anyone that you wanted to bring up as overrated? Yeah, yeah, Quincy. Okay, let's talk about that. That's not very nice. I'm sitting right here, guys. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. Very harsh. Excuse me. It's my time to talk now. <laughs> I believe I had the floor. Je- well, this Quincy's not for you, by the way. I don't know if he <laughs> knew that. He, I'm not for you guys. So no, no, no. of course not. No, this is this for the ladies. Thing. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, as I was as I was looking through, I mean, there's, I, I think, uh, I think Stan Lee gets way too much credit. Uh-huh. Ooh, Ooh coming from it. you, yeah, that's impressive. Coming from a, a, a historian of comic books, yeah, there's gonna be a Someone, guy that knows. He was. The, do you realize you can't walk into a comic con now because you've just, uh, you just uh, blasphemed Jesus? Uh, I'll be filming my TV show at Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic Con, <laughs> formerly known as Kamikaze. Um, no, but look, I mean, look, he, he stole a lot of stuff, did not give a lot of credit where credit was due, and he gets he gets all this crazy credit. So he's a white guy. Well, yeah, but he ripped <laughs> off other white guys. That's my problem. Oh, because oh, he ripped off other white guys. Steve did go very white. Um, I mean, Stan Lee was kind of a monster. Like, if you read anything about the 60s and 70s of Marvel Comics with Stan Lee, mm-hmm. like, he really, like, he's he's like an idea man. He was a terrible writer, first off. He mm-hmm. was not a good writer. Um, he would have these ideas where he'd be like, I have an idea for a man, Spider-Man, go create it. And then no, somebody else, and stole, then somebody else creates Spider-Man, and then he's like, look what I made. He stole, <laughs> he stole that idea. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't steal the idea of Spider-Man. Yeah, he did. He stole, he, blank man. I mean, well, blank man. No, like anything man. Like he, he had the idea of Insect Man, it didn't hit, and then Sp- Spider-Man, I'm going to go with it. Um, but Ditko created the entire visuals. It's sort of exactly what happened with Bob Kane when he created Batman, and then Bill Finger actually created what batman was mm-hmm. 
Um, if if read like anything about the history of Marvel, and you'll be like, "Wow, Stanley was a monster. He was like a figurehead that really screwed out a lot of very hardworking people." Um, Here's some, a question: yeah. Do you do you think the character just on the character of Spider Man? Do you think the character of Spider Man itself was what became popular, or Peter Parker as the character? I think it was both. Popular? I think the uh, well, he stole Peter Parker. What do you mean? Peter he stole Parker was Peter Parker. Just a white dude. from who? From uh, Doc Savage, the Doc Savage novels. The character of Punning Parker was in there first as nope. the skinny uh, guy who talked shit while he kicked your ass. He's Punning Parker became Peter Parker, and that's the character of Spider Man. I, I I don't necessarily uh, see that. I know. I look. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not a com- uh, that he wasn't a. a the mafia guy of comics <laughs> and everything like that. I'm not saying that. I just I'm gonna uh, break your face. It's like Colin. Said, I I think that might be more. Uh, that might have ended up being more along the lines of. Par- it's like joke thieves. You know, sometimes there's a joke thief and sometimes there's parallel thinking. Punning think, Parker, Peter Parker. Well, but, that's alliteration. Reed Richards. Well, no, I know. mean, but it's the idea that the character, while he's jumping around because he's agile, will talk shit to you while he beats your ass. That's mm. not exactly what Spider Man was. Yeah, that's kind of what yeah, Spider Man okay. was. That's, I mean, that's fair enough. All right, I'm just anyway. asking. I'm just asking. I'm it's, it's what Spider-Man's doing on Quincy's shirt right now. Yeah, no, he's not. He's standing strong. Oh, is he? Yeah. But yeah. is he talking some shit? Well, that, by the way, that's uh, yeah, see? that's uh, Steve Ditko yeah, drawing Steve right Ditko. there. The guy who actually created um, the visual of Spider-Man, which that's a big part of it too. Like you didn't have a character that looked like that at all. Like nothing even. Yeah, I, I would say that. So of it. I th- I'd say that the amount of like Stanley has a cult of personality as being this like nice grandpa, but yo, when he was fifty, he was ruining motherfuckers' lives. I like, like when him he was more, fifty. I like him more that, now like than forty-five years ago. Yeah, he's a he's an and plus I wish they would have. God damn it, just let him rest. Like just give him. Yeah. Like they've been carting him around. And because his he yeah commands, his cameos drive me nuts. Well, no, I mean, but his, every movie he goes oh, to Comic Cons. Stop it! The money he pulls into making a Comic Con appearance is insane. Oh yeah, and and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, dude, just he doesn't need it. If, like, yeah, if they're gonna pay some little cosplay girl eighteen hundred dollars a day to wear a wig. Stan deserves every dollar he gets. Let's just put it out there. He okay? already took every dollar he got. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's a thing. Like, like he's already a, got all the dollars. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need like. Look, yeah. He makes over a hundred grand uh, mm. to go to do a show. Doesn't need an but assistant like, or like a but, cabin boy. I'll oh, he's that. got a thousand of them, and they're the ones that are carting him around. Oh, nice. Like it's really yeah. bad. Like you'll yeah. see him. Uh, we were at uh, Palm Springs Comic Con, which is a really great con. You get Stanley. A lot of people want to come, mm-hmm. but they want to come for the same reason that you want to go to. Like Lenin's tomb, like you're like I don't know how long <laughs> they're going to keep this thing here. Like you don't know, yeah. When the, like like every convention is probably Stanley's last convention. So it's soon going to be like a weekend at Bernie's thing where he's not really yeah. alive, but they just got him out there. There's some guy on strings, or yeah, yeah, just holding well, him up and moving I, his arms. I did an interview with him uh, one back in like 2013, mm-hmm. and it was like just this super fluff of like, how are you enjoying Kamikaze? You know, what can we expect from the future? Oh, Kamikaze next year. And then like, there was and then like... he stole it and wrote it as an article about <laughs> him interviewing <laughs> himself. I became in a giant man in a baseball <laughs> hat. Um, but like, there was his handler behind the camera that was like a maestro. He was like moving his hands around. And then he did this big like, 
like this big uplifting motion and he just yelled excelsior and that's how i knew the interview was done i'm like what okay what (laughs) did he really yell excelsior yeah that's what he does that's his thing who stan lee yeah yeah this is amazing i i did not know that stan lee was a puppet until he's just basically a yeah it was like we i was like excelsior (laughs) excelsior well i know how i'm ending every episode i'm a puppet but i felt really bad plus they do these really weird things where um if Stanley does your convention uh, before the convention, they film like they film a video condemning your convention, and if you don't pay the rent, because you, you get a payment plan with someone like Stanley, you pay yeah. a, a, and so he gets all these monthly checks, and they threat, they like basically blackmail you. Wow. Uh, yeah, they like threaten to like release that. I have a friend I who love, ran a convention. I love everything got, about Stan Lee now. I'm a fan. Oh, it, but I'm it's all his handlers. I'm on that. board. But like my friend ran a convention, and that they they were like about to release that because he was like you got to give me a month i'm my convention is this month i have to pay my bills so right. i can and and they were like we're gonna release this video jesus wow. yeah it, it was really i mean that's maybe a little too insider information of why i'm not a fan but even on the grand scheme of things yeah but that's good like, because that's information a lot of like, that's what yeah we want. but on the you're grand, doing fine you're but doing it, fine jeff oh, you're no. doing really good but you're good the, at podcast in the, <laughs> in the grand scheme like stanley Stanley can sign any Marvel comic book, and it, and it's like increases the value and stuff like right. that. Even though if he didn't create any parts of that, because he's like the guy that created Marvel, but all he really did was just he give yelled these Marvel. Bas- he's like the Excelsior, yeah, Blank Man. I keep saying Blank Man. <laughs> you really like Blank Man? I really do like Blank, blank man. man. Was good. I liked Blank Man. It was. You was... should have been at that marathon, by the way. I'm upset you didn't show. Yeah. up. I wasn't invited, was I? Of course you were. I yeah. might have been on drugs. You, guys. Uh, you I were. Was a good you were on you either drugs or tour. Yeah. We should do that again. We should do another. With another. Oh no, I didn't come because it was a full weigh-ins marathon. Yeah, it was just like we can just gonna sit down and watch Blank Man or just like one weigh-ins movie. Like, don't be a menace. You I'll could, do that. That's not how left. marathons work. That's how marathons work in my mind. The Boston I, I Marathon, can't. everybody watch. It's just Blank Man. All your videos <laughs> of Blank Man. Hey, I can't. I can't sit through. That's it, why it was hard when someone yelled, "There's a bomb." Because everyone thought it was just a weigh-in. Now movie. I want to talk about how overrated the weigh-ins are, but we need to. Oh, to <laughs> oh, we could argue about that because I strongly disagree. Fight cast, yeah, fight cast, fight cast. I just found out today that uh, the next fight cast is going to be Chet Wild and Danger Van Gorder arguing WWE versus MMA. Ooh, and then I expect uh, Danger is going to beat the shit out of Chet using actual MMA moves at the end. I don't picture Danger beating anybody. Not that Danger's he can't. an MMA guy, man. Danger Not was, that he can't. Danger's but just name that he is Danger for a his reason. Nanger, name, his Danger's his Danger. Danger, 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 Danger. He's wiry. He's wiry. He's wiry. He he does the. He looks scrappy. He does the exercises. Yeah, man. He's got cardio and stuff. Does he really? Is he trained? I'd like to fight Danger. Yeah, I believe he who does. Who wouldn't I you think like that's to fight? fight though. Let's, just, let's just be honest. Who wouldn't you like to fight? Stanley. Because <laughs> you'd murder him. I would murder him. Yeah, be a dead guy. You'd murder him. Hey, that uh, that all the Stan Lee talk uh, that actually brings us to an interesting point in this podcast. Uh, we have to jump off for a little bit so Jeff can do a thing. Ooh, yeah. Jeff's gonna buy some tickets to. What are you buying tickets to? Uh, Scum and Villainy, the uh, Star Wars pop up cantina that will be in uh, limited uh, limited locations. Uh, you're so adorable. Why don't you run into JJ Abrams? You don't even drink, and, and you're going to a cantina, tickets. huh? You don't even drink, and you're going to a cantina. They have a specialty pin and a T-shirt that you can get. And they're the nerd. He only wants the pins so badly. Yeah, that book bag needs new pin space. So then we can be out on the road, and he can go. You want a pin? Hmm. Look at my my pin. Some rando dude. Look at my pin. 
I think that's a nice thing. That, that is a nice thing that you just give people pins sometimes. If they're like, oh, I like your pins. I'm like, well, which one do you like? I have extras in my van. What are you willing to do for this pin? Yeah, like there's a lot of times little kids in the airport, they'll be like, oh, looking never at mind, them. guys. No, we're not going to talk about you interacting <laughs> with children again. <laughs> that, that kid was in Lost the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, we're going to hop off for a minute so Jeff can buy some tickets. Buy some tickets means taking a dump. Hey. That's what it's going to mean for me. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. We'll be back. Time out. Oh, we're recording, by the way. He yeah. had a little horsey. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's talk cool. about how overrated that album is. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We don't need to. We don't need to yeah, I understand well, you're in a bad place right now. But we you did, don't have to did, just did, be We talked mean. about that album a little bit while we we're on the road. It is really an overrated album. Like, it's great that it did well and it created, it like boosted their career. But it's really, if you look at back at it, it didn't it's age not, well. It does not age well. Paul at Revere all. is still pretty great. Brass Monkey is really great. Yeah, but it's really not great. Brass Monkey is great. Yeah, Brass Monkey is no, an amazing No, no, I mean song. it, like the, oh, okay. the album. I thought he was dissing Brass Monkey. Like, like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a great drink. Podcast over. Friendship fight, over. Fight for Your Right is a garbage That's song. That's a garbage song. Uh, no Sleep Till Brooklyn is not garbage. a very good song. Yeah. It's okay. Um, it's not garbage, but it's not great. She's crafty. It's bad. Oh, I like uh, girls. Yeah. And I like the oh, Beastie I do not Boys like songs. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, all I really want is girls. I don't know how much we can do this of this before it's like. <laughs> I, say, I, I stand yeah. by this. Hello Nasty is by far their most underrated album. I like Intergalactic. The one with Intergalactic. That's on. Hello Nasty. That's yeah. Hello Nasty. Yeah, okay. that's yeah, such yeah. a good album, and oh, people yeah. just. I'm only gonna know. say I like Paul's Boutique the best to sound like a hipster piece. Oh my of god! Shit. Do you have it on what vinyl? Mean, what do you mean you sound? Like? Do you have it on vinyl that you bought in 2012? You're wearing a fedora <laughs> right now. What do you mean sound like a hipster piece of shit? Paul's Boutique. It was a decent album. Uh, I bet Jeff would argue that ticketing services are overrated. Overrated. Bockle. We we took a seven hour break. It's now nighttime in Los <laughs> Angeles, and Jeff we went never got those tickets, guys. We slept in front of the Star Wars. Yeah, we were in line in the in the queue, as the British would call it. In the queue. In the queue. <laughs> and for seven hours waiting for these yeah. tickets, and they never showed up. Ordered four tickets, and then they're like, "You have fifteen minutes for us to have a wait screen, and then crash in front of you." Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So we did it, no guys. Bummer. So scum and villainy cantina in L.A. Unless you have done right, fuck you. Yeah. We can fix that in post, maybe. This literally goes up in an hour. Oh, cool. So. That's perfect. <laughs> they have no time to answer before this goes That's up. That's fine. If they, made Quincy it, if they definitely made it right, didn't take the time fun. to smoke a bunch of weed. What's, what? What? No. 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 No, but that. All right. But we're back. Well, and we're back. Who should we talk about next? Should we talk about someone from the list? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the list. Let's talk about. You made the list. That the let's WWE talk about J.D. Salinger. Oh. Salinger. Has anyone read the Catcher in the guy? Rye? I read I, in ninth grade. I uh, attempted to be for school, and I couldn't. I didn't really get through. Okay, it. I'm glad you said that because when people, when you tell them you don't like Catcher in the Rye, mm-hmm. what they inevitably say is, "Well, you have to read it at the right point in your life." 
And it's pretty much around the point where Jeff read it. So yeah. it makes me really happy. It, rest- it To me, it was, Wait. I couldn't read well it, then because of like ADD stuff. I, I couldn't read for more than 15 minutes. Okay, I was totally on your side. No, right. no, no. But like, I don't know. I don't even remember. I remember nothing. I think it's something about phonies. That's all I remember. Yeah. And like, he it runs was into just a sister. privileged white dude complaining. Well, let's about just be life. honest. Catcher on the Rye is only famous because of the quote, if you build them, they will come or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and because that was Waterworld, actually. So many no. different assassins yeah. get caught holding it. Yeah, they always have it, so people think it's a government plot. But no, it's just a book about assholes for assholes, written by an asshole. Yeah, and you're such an asshole that you disappeared from the public because of that book. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, don't tell me how great of a writer he is if he only wrote one book. Well, no, he wrote other books. Mm, he yeah. only released no i mean he wrote franny and zoe uh nine stories raise high in the i'm looking it up online he wrote a bunch of books he just disappeared okay. so he would only it's not like um what's her name uh, to kill a mockingbird it's not like harper harper, harper lee, lee. Harper who only lee, wrote yeah. the one book and then disappeared until they were like oh she's gonna die soon let's stanley her next book out but he stopped dies. writing, right? Uh, I mean, no, he wrote. Uh, he are kept, any of the novels? He wrote. He, are, he wrote. Okay, you just named no, a bunch I, of books I know he wrote. wrote. Are any of like, those books considered great? Yeah, but nobody cares. That's the thing. Like, you wrote one great book, and the, or one book that people consider great, and then a bunch of stuff no one gives a shit about. Right. Yeah. Because he was terrible to begin with, and they just got the wrong message yeah. on that one. It's funny, Catch because this terrible. is the one. Did you read Catcher in the Rye? I read it when I was in high school, and I, I, I hated it. Yeah. I think yeah. being told when you have to read a book is a good way to make someone hate a book. That's well, it's like it's just like any like any TV show where people are like, "Oh, you have to give it 6 episodes." Well, then it's not that good of a show. Yeah. Like a good show should start good. Like it's one thing if it picks up to the point that that show is then on for 8 seasons and turns into something amazing. Mm-hmm. Then, but don't come to me season 1, episode 8 and be like, "This show is amazing." You just have to give it the first seven episodes. It's just like where I'm dumb because like I got bored with the wire. What? I know, I know. I get that I'm wrong. I'm <sighs> sure I'm wrong about that. I get it. I understand one thousand percent. But like, I, well, I know what we're talking about for the next half hour. Yeah. What the hell did he just say? I to know. Me? I know. I know. It is mid second season. I was like, I'm just bored. Oh well, the second season's the worst. I think is that, that the that, one with yeah. the shipyards? The, yeah. yeah, that's the west one. They shipped it over to the docks. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. That I would argue, it's still a great season, but mm-hmm. it's definitely the worst of the seasons. Out the of worst the series. of the seasons. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is fucking boring. But you did enjoy season one, right? Or did you start? Yeah, at season yeah. Two? No, I liked season one. Okay. I liked so, season one, but it's not. Uh, it's it, it, it doesn't. He hasn't. He doesn't even know Marlo yet. Oh my! God. There's a lot that I. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I you don't. want it to be one way, but it's You're the gonna, other way. Yeah, you do all the wire stuff you want at me right now. I just did. That was. But Marlo like, confronting the security guard. Salinger, still a sucker. I Power move. Salinger is Shout like out to Marlo. hipster Steinbeck. Yeah. Where they're like, this is the guy I identify with. And it's like, do you? Do you identify with him? Yeah. Then go away for 25 years. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I'm what not, if that no. was the, the hipster plan the whole time? They're just going to disappear. Wouldn't I'm that right make them it. heroes at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. We could be yeah. heroes. It's like the end of Looper. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like the end of Looper. Yeah. Um. Really? The, will you give it a shot? Can we just skip season two? I just I just signed up for HBO now. Okay, uh, watch. So the, I will. Watch, I will. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. I've been watching Flight of the Concords again. All right, you should watch The Wire. Yeah. Just was it as violent as Flight of the Concords? 
Almost. Okay. Um, yes, I'm going to shoot your face now. <laughs> Brit. Who else was on the list that we should talk uh, about? Dr. Dre. Dr. Yeah, let's Dre. talk about Dr. Dre. Does this? Do you not identify with my? I struggle. This is a this is an internal debate I struggle with all the time. Yeah, because as a producer, yes, Dre pretty much sampled every hit from the '60s and '70s to right, become right. a star. Created the G Funk era, really. Yeah. That, oh, oh, yeah. He yeah. definitely. Yes, yeah, so he had. A, he was instrumental in the G Funk era. But the problem is, very you can name very few original Dre beats that you go, oh man, he created that. Right, yeah. right. Everything is like, uh, I have a mix at home where it's all the music Dr. Dre sampled and like some of his biggest hits. And then I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh shit, that was a sample. I, I hadn't dug deep enough in the crate yeah. to even realize yeah. that he had pulled that sample. So I've been giving him credit for the drums off of uh, What's the Difference for so long. And then I hear the original, and I'm like, oh, you... And it just every every California time I hear love pulls it just pulls a a, a rung from his yeah and from it's his also ladder, you know? whenever you look, what, like there was like that the oral history of the chronic and like I guess like a lot of his stuff was just like he would write like do the song and then DOC does sixteen bars and DOC would be like wait what and like yeah. he would like free like a lot of that was just freestyled yeah yeah because yeah, like he, it's, he I don't I don't know I guess he's it's the magic? puffy of the West Coast. In terms of music, well, they, no, he's not. I'm not going to give him that. I'm not going to make him that much of a devil because fuck yeah. Puffy. Yeah, Puffy yeah, is yeah, pure yeah. evil. I will stand <laughs> by that on all, even his terrible, not vodka, vodka. Everything he touches is disgusting. But <laughs> he just called J Lo disgusting. <laughs> hey, uh, I've I've met sev- several different he people. Like Puerto Ricans. Well, no, I've met several different people in Hollywood just on that sidebar that have all said that the worst person they've ever worked with. From crew to actors to directors was Jennifer Lopez. That sounds about right. Yeah. From Fly Girls. That seems reasonable. I'm not saying she's not hot. I'm just saying she's an awful person. That's right. why she was with Puffy. You see what I'm saying? Puffy ah, is the yeah. goddamn devil. Birds of a feather. Yes, man. Okay, so finish what you're saying about but, Dr. Dre. But Dre, like Snoop, Pac, once he actually blew up on the West Coast, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Nate Dogg, all these people. Eminem. Prosper. Eminem. All, them, all of them prospered. Under the tutelage of Dr. Dre, it's almost like a pyramid scheme, and it's like you got to give him credit for that, right? Yeah, he's great at discovering talent. So that's why I struggle with my decision on whether he's, he's a great, like greater. He's, he's a great reader. Awful. He's a great reader of of things that will be popular. He's like a futurist. Yeah, he he's has like good the Tony instincts. Stark of of mm-hmm. of hip hop, really. And I think in some cases he at least replayed those samples. Mm-hmm. Like he had, he brought instruments and musicians in to do the work, so that. I feel like that set him apart a little bit. Puffy definitely didn't do that. God oh, Puffy, damn it. Puffy, would have, Puffy was like Thomas Edison. He just had a, a, a compound full of producers. Right. And right. then whenever somebody made a high track, he would just walk in and be like, well, you did it in my compound, so it's a Puffy track. Right. You know? Yeah. So he, fuck him. He's evil. He is the damn devil. Puffy is the devil. But I, you know, it's funny, too, because Allegedly. The Chronic was so great. The like, Chronic was I amazing. love that yeah. album. And that album is all samples. It is. It's all and, samples. But then the Aftermath happened and you're like this is not that album very was good. trash even yeah, he even his song on there been, been there, there done, done that? that nah i wasn't even that was like a, a deep cut on there that was the only song i enjoyed been there done that was terrible he had a Rascast song on there that was really good like you, you know you can it's one Shout of those Rascast. but Carson that was also during that time period in hip-hop because i again gotta give him a pass where everybody was dropping double albums and they were not double album worthy i know? like i like yeah. how on um, i would love to uh argue all eyes on me during a fight cast with someone because I feel like that 
You don't think I, it's good or you think it's bad? I think it's super duper overrated. Okay. I think uh, for a lot of the same reasons me? you're bringing up, it's all samples. Excuse me? Like his flow, it all sounded the same. Oh, What's your phone number? If yeah, you see, and, yeah, you're definitely not winning me over with that. Maybe let me give you a cup. How he, long he really thought that was going to sell you. you up. <laughs> yeah, like where all he, the songs where he you pranks named. girls and stuff. <laughs> I mean, like one of the biggest hits, he's just rapping to a fucking Blackstreet song. I am mad at you. Yeah, Don't leave fair. by Blackstreet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sorry if I went too urban on everyone just you now. Did. No, but I, I feel like Black I might Street. have. <laughs> Is that that's, that's probably the first Blackstreet reference. In unpopular opinion history. Remember, uh, Dr. Dre rapped on, on No the, Diggity. Was on yeah. No Diggity. Oh, probably shit. Probably Blackstreet's finest moment. And he was definitely he was the worst, the worst part, part, of, it, part yeah. of that song. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder who wrote that for him. Blackstreet Teddy, the original rum shaker. That's the thing, too. Doesn't write any of his rhymes. Oh, his, So yeah. that's in that way, he's a lot he like He hates Puffy. the way he sounds on, uh, on, on Wax anyway. I hate the way he sounds on Wax. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a... Like, he just feels like he's cock-blocking my quality time with, <laughs> with a good beat. The other people around him. <laughs> just like, Yo, make get your music and get out of the room. Why are you talking? Yeah, yeah I mean, Dre, Dre's important, but as a, I don't know, it's tough because he is important. He created, he in a way kind of created the modern landscape of hip-hop by sampling mm, and by not being No, he didn't at, invent sampling. Well, just, no, he didn't invent it, but he really pushed it forward. I mean, look No, at, I don't feel like he necessarily pushed it forward. I feel like... I feel like there are people who've used samples more creatively and more effectively than Dre. I feel like DJ Premier is the best. Is the premier. The best rap producer of all time. Right. Really? Yeah. Primo is the best of all time? Yes. Over the, Pharrell and Timbaland. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. no, Timbaland's pretty great. See what I'm saying? Like, you gotta... But, but mm-hmm. Premier... Wait a second, Jay Dilla? Premier you can't give Primo that you, over Jay Dilla. Yes, I can. No Premier way. Premier produced a fucking Christina Aguilera album, and it was amazing. Like, he could do anything, and he would do it with a drum machine and, like, three seconds of one song that he would just manipulate the fuck out. He's got that J. Rue the Damages song where the entire beat is just water dripping, and it's the coolest shit. He was so. He's so. No, Primo is great. I mean, he's not dead. Shouts out to Primo. Shouts out to Prairie View A&M. But uh, you can't give him that over Dilla. Like it, you can. You Dilla can't doesn't walk have it. as much. What the? I hell? mean, I'm just I hate to say it, but leukemia you. wins that argument. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. It's like Premier's just been around. Like Premier, I grew up with DJ oh, Premier. Yeah, I yeah. bought the first Gangstar album when I was in night. I was, I was, I was, it was 88. So I was I listening been like to Prime grade. when I texted you on, that I was on my way. I'm listening to Prime in the house. Yeah. Like that, that fucking courtesy is my jam, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff, you want to get in on this DJ Premier talk? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Who did, <laughs> who did the Blade 2 soundtrack? Who did that? Uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, God. Him and Blade. I fucking. Anyway, okay, so we're going we're gonna to focus on better things, like how overrated uh, Madonna is or something, because I don't. Yeah, can I we talk about Madonna? I don't want to. Madonna's the dre of white women, isn't she? <laughs> well, she Madonna just steals. Like that's what Madonna built her career on. She's been sued for plagiarism fifteen times. She plagiarized that whole sex book. I think you know what? I think she did kind of steal that idea from someone. Well, it's an art book. Yeah, but she's I mean, not an artist. She doesn't have ideas. She is just a thief who I, can dance a little. She was great in Dick Tracy. Well, was she? Yeah. 
And in A League of Their Own? Yeah, she nah. was good in A League of Their Own. What do you mean, nah? I think she was good that one time she was on SNL. She's actually probably a better actress than she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see yeah, that. She's so good. She's a, she's a trend I mean, if surfer. She's, if she's she's that, a, yeah, if, because she pretends yeah. to be things she's not. She goes, she's she's she goes to the theft and stealing, like, you know, people's ideas. That's what actors do. We she, just steal yeah. everything we see from other people. She travels to other places, sees what's popular, knows it'll hit America eventually, so then brings it over. Yeah, like, but then remember that time she tried to learn guitar? And she went a couple years like, oh, I'm going to play guitar when I play my songs. No. Is that, that when she also had the British that accent did, did that she stole from out. her Yeah, husband? it was actually. Yeah, yeah. Guy, she, uh, Guy Ritchie. Remember when he directed that god-awful movie with her in it? Oh about, yeah, like, I never saw it. I think it's called Swept like Away. Yeah, awful. I never saw it. Yeah, but we should see that. But my favorite thing about yeah, that situation should. is that once they divorced, Madonna has to pay him alimony. So we won that one, guys. Way to go, guys! And we got shout out, shout out to men's rights. We got a really great Sherlock Holmes. Man from Uncle. Did you see Man from Uncle? You see, I'm such. I a did big, not. Is it good? I'm it's such really a, good. I'm such a big fan of the show. I was very happy with the way that movie came. Yeah, out. Yeah, Man from Uncle is. It's like it should have made so much. I money. was very concerned with oh, Army Hammer. Did. Playing anything Army after, after Lone Army Ranger, great. yeah. After Lone Ranger, I was like, fault. I don't trust you. Not I his don't fault. Trust you. I actually, guys, I actually kind of like the Lone Ranger. No, your favorite actors in the Lone Ranger. Of course, you didn't like that movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's weird that I like, like the Lone Ranger, but we're also going to talk about Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. I feel like Johnny Depp is kind of an overrated piece of shit. People are like Johnny Depp's never won an Oscar. Yeah, it's because he's not that great of an actor. Uh, I f- I do feel like his Pirates of the Caribbean character well, no, Jack Sparrow was so he's, good when, when yeah but say, it's just it's Keith Richards he's just, he's just being, Keith Richards yeah, yeah. just being Keith Richards when people say Johnny Depp is a great actor on, no he's not he's a great character actor yeah when he's covered yeah. in makeup and and immersed in full character then you go oh then he can just be Keith Richards and that's the character of Jack Sparrow or whatever but in terms of hey Johnny Depp just no, Police like, are coming no to covered. shoot Quincy for talking about Johnny Depp. <laughs> hey man, I'm in LA. Uh, they the people are always listening. <laughs> they don't need a reason. Like, you've never seen him without makeup on, just as Johnny Depp. He's the in something, and it's like, oh, he's so riveting and so yeah, yeah, riveting. Exactly. He's like, the, he's he the, sucks. Every movie he's done, that, he sucks. He's yeah. the Daniel Day Lewis of people that shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. You like he? You're right. He's a character actor. He's who's, low rent. Daniel who's always yeah, look at his best stuff, in the lead role. Yeah. His best stuff, like Rango, was great. Uh, uh, or is it Ringo or Rango? That was, was an animated movie. Well, yeah, but exactly. But, but it was that's great. A, like, that doesn't count. Um, but, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, yeah. he's great in that. That was but he, good for one. But there, we don't need five yeah, of those fucking Well, movies. here's the thing. He's so entertaining as that character. They just made more but, movies around yeah, that's that what character. That's yeah. what Quincy's saying, is yeah. he's not... He's, he's not great. just a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he does... Like when Tim Burton dresses him up in wacky shit, he's good at being a character. Oh, you know he was but good in not... Sleepy Hollow. He was actually really good in Sleepy Hollow. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like he was. He was decent in that. Okay, but that still and that, that was a still very doesn't boiled down. really uh, shouldn't necessarily merit him the acclaim he gets as an no, actor. No, he's not Gary Oldman, and he gets more. Yeah, like, and he, he brought up Daniel Day Lewis. I feel like Daniel Day Lewis also does characters, mm-hmm. but he acts those characters like. He could look like Daniel Day Lewis and just and be, still be a Abraham completely Lincoln. different like, fucking person. He just added person. the beard for effect, but yeah. he was going to be. Yeah. It's just it's one of those things where yeah, and you can argue that he does just as well as Daniel Day Lewis, so he's great. No. The thing is is you've never seen him not be in like full makeup with a fake nose 
and be good. You're definitely remembering him in 21 Jump Street right now, aren't you? Oh my god, that's what you're. Oh my, that's what you're no, no, using no. him as, aren't that, you? No, I saw him in the movie he did with uh, Angelina Jolie. That was awful. Uh, was it the Ninth Gate? Was one that he was like really terrible in? Yeah, but yeah, 21 like, Jump Street was terrible. Any movie when it's the movie? just. I no, like the, the, no, the, I meant the, I meant the movie. Show. I meant the movie that where he was he was uh, undercover as one of the characters the, the, at oh the end. Oh god! And he was wearing the fake nose and everything. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's it's like any movie that just has his face on the poster is probably going to be kind of a. Oh movie. yeah, what was that awful one that people were like, oh, it comes? It was like one guy's name. It was like Gwyneth Paltrow was in it. Oh, it was like an. I don't R know. Uh, what the, about chocolate? Chocolat. That was garbage. Chocolat. Chocolat. You yeah. mean chocolate? <laughs> Chocolat. <laughs> yeah, he's he's awful. Did anyone see Black Mass? About I uh, did see Black Mass. Whitey Bulger. Yeah, I did see Whitey Bulger. I didn't movie. like. I thought he. I thought he was terrible. The entire movie felt flat. It felt Black flat. Mass. Yeah, because there have been so many good movies about Whitey Bulger already. They weren't doing anything yeah. with the story. And yeah. then, it, but you know what? They sold it around. Johnny Depp is covered in head to toe, yeah. like, face covered totally in makeup. So it's going to be a character coming at you. Yeah, people, people really love him. Um, from because of fear and loathing in Las Vegas, like that's really I think. But where isn't it really, really Benicio that? Oh, I hate that movie. I'm not a fan of oh, that yeah, movie yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. But that's what that's the one I but think that really still just another example of him putting on a wacky costume. It's not like you'll yeah. never. I, I I can't think of a time when. Yeah, it's really. I mean, I'm I'm looking through his stuff right now, and, and it's just really, really not okay. Oh, he was in Freddy's Dead. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six as well as the first Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't know that. Was he Freddy Krueger? Oh. Things you find was out. He old, no, he was Krueger. Do you, you remember him from a Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, right. But uh, still, that's when Twenty One Jump Street was out. So f that dude. Yeah, because yeah, I'm awful, looking. Awful I did. I just did a quick little YouTube. Um, not YouTube. A uh, a Google search of movies he was in. And I'm like. Oh, this was fucking terrible. Oh, this one was terrible. Oh, this was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Gilbert Grape, I guess he was all right. Yeah. I mean, he's, when he was he's younger, had I his moments. He was, he said I he's guess. been good. Like, he's cool, but is Donnie he, Brasco. Would you put him in the, in the, yeah, Donnie of Brasco, like, I think, was one of Nicholson. Would you put him up there in the, no, in the pantheon? Like I wouldn't Nicholson even put him up there with Denzel Leonardo or, DiCaprio. Yeah. You can't even stick him with Leo. Yeah. yeah he, you're not fucking with Leo. They don't even mention that. What Mordecai? That was the one. Mordecai. That I was well, I Mordecai. Somebody remember, that yeah. thing bombed hard, didn't oh, it? He's not good. I've I've never been like John, thinking Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so. You know, it'd be great. You know, who'd be good in this movie <sighs> is if it was Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought that. But he's got a lot of money, and his wife says she hit him or he hit her, something like that. That so, was really that was really stressful when that came out because a lot of people were like, nah. Well, that's one of those things where what if he did, but everybody just jumped to his defense because he was he was in character at the time. You know, it's like, no, he's yeah, working yeah, on yeah. a thing because, you know, actors can work on things and get away with with murder. That's why I got into the business. I've killed the guy. No, um, we know it. It's uh, well, you know what? I have to say this. He did produce Doug Stanhope's new stand up. Yeah, special, and Doug so. Stanhope Shot. came up to him and said Doug Stanhope wrote an article saying he, he didn't. Yeah, he, he didn't. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. But that's weird. Like Doug Stan. Wait, he did. He did what to Doug Stanhope? He produced Doug Stanhope's newest stand-up special, and uh, oh, yeah, also yeah, wrote yeah. the forward to his book. Johnny Depp wrote the forward to Doug Stanhope's yeah, like uh, mother. Yeah, they're really close. But uh, that's why everybody jumped to his defense because it's like he's a nice guy, if you will, but he is in no way a good quality performer when it comes he's not to the he's standards. he's certainly he's certainly overrated. He certainly doesn't have the the level of yeah. of He's got a, a, a level of acclaim much higher than he probably deserves. 
Yeah. That's what you're saying. I would argue that. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of his stuff from when he was younger was a lot more sort of like subtle. And now I think Tim Burton has really put him in the situation to be an over the top actor. And I'm sure his argument would be, well, I do those movies so I can do the. Uh, I can do. So I can afford to do the cheap. But yeah, you suck in those other movies. So I do a Pirates of the Caribbean so I can do a Mordecai. Yeah. He shouldn't do a Mordecai. I do a Dark Shadows so I can buy a house. Never go full Mordecai. You never, don't you know, man? You never go full Mordecai. All right. Should we do comments? Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, man. We, uh, we're working with a, a weird setup today. So, what I'm going to do, did everyone listen to the last episode? Uh, uh, the Connor and Randall. Y- oh, my debacle? God. What a delicious episode to listen we're to. We're going to read comments from that, and I'm going to have. Jeff, did you? Li- you probably didn't. I have. I was going to listen to it on my drive to Fresno today. As a matter of fact, oh, Just you are going on to the phone. love it. You're in for a treat. You're a Connor McSpadden fan, aren't you? Oh, love. He's a good kid, actually. You know what he's well known for, right? Yeah, but we hung out in uh, we hung out in San Francisco International Comedy Conference. Very talented yeah. comedian, yeah. Uh, but boy, did he not turn it off. Yeah, he did not turn off the uh, the, roast the, the the mean boy. He was a mean, mean boy. boy. He was a mean boy. Ooh, this is going to be and, fun. Bo- and watching Randall. Yeah. Uh, poor, sweet, precious man, Randall, just meltdown and and battle. Oh, it was. And we're not we're not going to do voicemails because we're saving those for something special Ooh. that me and Jeff are going to talk about tomorrow mm-hmm. on tomorrow's announcement. We have a very special announcement coming tomorrow. <laughs> but for now, let's get into uh, comment. Okay. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. But I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the last few shows and respond to them personally. Personally. Fade it out, Brett. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so, yeah, we have, uh, as we're still setting up the studio, you, we only have one access to the actual comments, right? Like with the access point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get that built up. Straightened out tomorrow. I'll pull it up on my phone. What is going on outside? Yeah, it's Look downtown it, LA. You talk shit about Johnny Depp. Somebody's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. come and get you. Yeah, we're downtown LA during the daytime this time. People so that's down. happening. All right, uh, Jeff, do you agree with this? Mary Jane Foxy says this episode was a bit hostile. Did Randall meet that dude in the parking lot after the show? Do you agree it was a hostile episode, that, Jeff? That was... I cringed listening to it at an, in an alone in a bedroom in an Airbnb in Chicago. It was the most yeah. hostile. Imagine what it was like being in the room. I swear to God, like it, I was, I was imagining, I was like imagining being on that episode and just being like, "Oh, this was a bad mix." It was very bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, I felt bad for Brett. I'm sure Brett felt bad for me. It was dark. You know, what was really funny too is all people could talk about was that episode for during the first couple of days of the tour. And Tom yeah. Ryman's like, I still have to hear it. Everyone won't stop talking about it. Yeah. And, and it yeah. We really... got a lot of uh, questions and comments about it. Is that, a, what are the, what are the listener numbers on that one? The, were they very high compa- compared to average? Were they higher or lower? Or? Um, well, the, column, the numbers were about average or the, uh, well, no, the column it was attached to didn't do that well. Um, so yeah, they're a little bit higher than normal. We got way more, uh, comments. Yeah, the comments. Because I was like, look, I'm like, this is just a shit show. What, what about uh? So, what was the actual topic of that <laughs> podcast? Because <laughs> Rodrigo Duterte. We were talking about politics in the Philippines. You, no, you didn't. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> there was like maybe four minutes of that. 
Because here's, uh, uh, let me set the scene for you. Okay. Connor came on the show once, and he he was fine. He was mm-hmm. funny. He was I think yeah, I think with Jeff me in might the first episode. On. Yeah. Or I I know I've done one of them with him. It was okay. like it was fine. It was just seemed like a regular appearance by a any guest. But the fans. But people hated him. Like some people uh, loved him. Yeah, there were people who loved him, but uh they called him toxic. Yeah, there's uh the people responsible for us saying the hood fucks with unpops. Uh <laughs> it's I According to the com- their comments, that is it's a it's a trap house in New Jersey. Yeah. Connor's not the most popular in the trap and, house. Uh, okay, he said uh, Connor is a toxic person that I oh, need to shit. cut out of my life. And which, by the way, we love Connor. <laughs> That's why it's really yeah, Connor's, funny. Like Connor's great. It was yeah, it just seemed weird. So I, I tried to have Connor on again on a Trump podcast, and he was like, "I can't do it, but I'm a big politics junkie. So next time you have me on." Uh, or next time you do something political, have me on. Okay. So I thought this Duterte thing would be a good way for Connor to come on and just, you know, reestablish his presence on the show as a dude who's funny and knows things. Trying to get the hood to fuck with Unpops. With Connor. With Connor. The hood Unpops. fucks with Unpops. Oh, the hood already fucks with Unpops. Yeah. But now we want the Connor's hood. pass has been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened instead is like every time Randall would talk, Connor would just. Like roast him. him, he would just just sting him a little bit, like every time, and it uh, he just couldn't turn it off. Yeah, and Randall, uh, like obviously, this was like a stranger just relentlessly talking shit about him. So Randall didn't take it that well either, or didn't take it that well, yeah. and he started like kind of jabbing but, like, Connor vicious, back. Yeah, and it was just that the rest of the show I'm was so just, excited to hear this. oh you can't you i'm so excited that you get to hear it that's how much i loved that at episode. one point connor got up and walked out of the room to use the bathroom and i was like that was weird and he was like i was just trying to like diffuse the tension <laughs> it was it's intense wow it's intensity in one city I'm it's excited. different when you say intensities, but oh my god, yeah, man, well, you never know what can pop off. The Philippines is a very politically charged place, man. You bring topics like that up, people are going to get in their feelings. I guess I don't know. Uh, Thassos F says I would watch the shit out of a buddy cop series with Connor and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This young lady said I actually got anxiety listening to this episode. Wow. Yeah, I could hear that. Maybe you need to calm the fuck down, woman. <laughs> Glenn Vandedude says, can we do a podcast with Connor versus the Jersey hoodlums? First of all, who the fuck says hoodlums anymore? I don't... The I don't streets. Think... One too. of my my uh, my 11th grade algebra teacher, to me specifically, used that word. Did they call you a hoodlum? Uh, yeah, she did. And I was like, don't you want to call me a rapscallion first? <laughs> uh, did not do well. Uh, can Connor just like fuck Randall and get it over with? Jesus Christ. That's... Oh, they did. Oh, they they okay. They banked it out. Good job, guys. Oh, look at this! Look at this exchange. Uh, Ping Anthony says Randall was cranky from quitting coffee and took Connor's gentle, almost loving ribbing too seriously. And Randall replied and said, "I'm triggered by lazy insult comedy." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's how great the podcast Randall was. Is it not went, letting this go. No, it went into the comments thread. <laughs> no, that I, I, I kind of wished. I'm I'm glad I wasn't there because it would have been a very different show, but I wish I could have been watching that happen. Okay, so then here's my question. Who are the streets saying won the exchange, in your opinion? Who do you say, like, won? I, I the feel fans. like it's, the fans it's the fans kind of won. split. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because, Randall, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, to, it's hard to say, especially when you're not a comic professionally. 
to have somebody like that's a roast comic come at you and you're just a guy you know you're 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 a funny guy that does you know mm-hmm. a lot of photo manipulation and stuff like that mm-hmm. like like stand up isn't isn't Randall's world and so it really threw him for a loop to have somebody sort of like try to roast battle him hmm. well these guys they put it it's hard to derail yourself when that's what you're known for now you've made a podcast called mean boys you know and there's a lot of times where they just try to they just naturally their 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 base instinct, level the instinct, instinct is to hit back, even if, even if there's no reason say to. something shitty. And we live in a society. So so, what in your opinion, what do you think is worse? Somebody who's like always ribbing back, or someone who's always trying to be like the punchline guy, who's like, here's another zinger, here's another zinger, where they're not coming at I, a person, I but think, they're just trying to joke. Too I much. think the coming at a person is because when you get into the real world, you realize that you're not supposed to be shitty to the people that you work with and the people around you, like. If you're roasting people outside of the belly room in, in the comedy uh, in the comedy store, you're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, we shit on each other all the time, but that's because oh, yeah. we're around each other all the time and yeah. we have that relationship. But if you don't know someone and you show up firing shots, we also like, talk bad. I feel like I maybe set the tone for it because I improvised the intro. I didn't write it down. Oh. And me and Randall, like me and you Randall, me yeah. and Randall do that. Yeah. And so during the intro, I was just like, look at this motherfucker with his fancy coffee. Blah, blah, blah. And I think Connor like took that as, oh, well, that's what we're that's doing. That's what we're now. doing. Oh, but it's jockey, very shock jacket. It was very much a uh, I can fuck with Randall like that, but you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when someone picks on your brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I can do that. You can't. Yeah. So me and Randall murdered Connor after the show. No, it was fine. I think everyone's patched things up. Connor will be back on the show. Okay. Uh, I'd love to have him back on. Not with Randall, but he'll be back on. All right. So well, maybe uh, with Randall. That would be, you know, maybe a kiss and make up session. We should so. probably wrap it up. Uh-huh. I, can't, I can't see the online stopwatch.com clock oh. uh, from the angle I'm sitting, but I'm sure we're close to an hour. Right? No one's going to look at it and tell me? Okay. Uh, I, I don't. I wasn't. Right it's not, there. It's, no, it's, it's not over your shoulder. Oh, the fine. website's covering it. Oh. Oh. So, how about that? Oh, you, so now that's my fault. Yeah, you dirty son of a bitch. I thought you knew you couldn't see it because of the. You had the website up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the problem. <laughs> hour six. He's Holy mad shit. At, he's mad at me when he really should be mad at himself. Does anyone have anything to plug? Go ahead, Jeff. What do you plug? Uh, if you're in Burbank uh, this Friday, please stop mm. in a mint on card at Blast from the Past. Why are you doing that face? What's the deal? That's, that's how your head moves when you talk. Well, all right. Um, second Friday of every month, mint on card, Blast from the Past. It's a great show. Uh, we get a lot of uh, great comics on, plus uh, Mint on Card alums show up, drop in, do a set or two. It's a really good time. Quincy, uh, if you're in town this Thursday, the what's the what's Thursday the 14th, 15th, something like day. that. Uh, doing a show called Tasty Comedy. It's in uh, at WeWork La Brea, nine two five North La Brea Avenue. Come on out to that Nerd Rockers Ball on the 29th with Vanessa Gritton and uh, the beautiful Jeff May, and that's me. Yeah, and then uh, just some other things down the pipe. Follow me on Twitter, at Quincy Johnson II. I post all show information on there. Yeah. PUI show in Santa Monica. We're going to be out there getting messed up, too. So if you're in Santa Monica or Venice, come to that. Come see me on tour with Portugal the Man starting October 25th. That's going to be hot. Buy our album. Buy our album. Uh, I will be selling those at the show, hopefully. I haven't run that by them yet. Uh Uh-oh. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. I'll just stand outside the venue like a homeless person. Um... (laughs) Yeah, come to those shows. Uh, subscribe to the weekly podcast mm. at connectpal.com slash unpopular opinion. And uh, 
We're going to have a whole lot more podcasts There's on there for lot, you to check out. A lot coming down the pike. What? So this yeah. is news to me. Yeah. We actually have a special announcement podcast about it coming tomorrow. Yay. Yay. So That's, listen to that. Tomorrow's only like six hours from now because we, we didn't tell you guys, but we took another 10-hour break. Yeah. So Jeff could try yeah. to get these fucking st- Star Wars tickets. Yeah. So now it's almost like It's two, actually it's 6 a.m. tomorrow now, <laughs> yeah. which is really <laughs> weird. We just, we just traveled through time, guys. Yeah. We did it. All right, Quincy, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. Ah, I'll see you guys later. What are you doing over there, uh, bro? Well, I'm being sexy. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we love you. <laughs>